spiritual babies, welcome to the Manifest Fire podcast with me, Sarah Louise. Here we discuss everything law of attraction, spirituality and mindset related. So get ready to live your best life. Hello my spiritual loves, how is everyone? God, I've literally just spent the last 20 minutes trying to figure out like why my microphone wasn't working. I've had every single wire. I closed down every single app and reopened it and it just turns out that I hadn't turned the volume up on the microphone. Um, So yeah, like that gives you an idea of how my week's gone. But yeah, welcome back. I hope everyone's had a great week and have been enjoying the half decent weather if you're here in the UK. My week's been a week. I have quite literally been drunk for more than half of it, thanks to various different things like work events and seeing friends and going on a date. Um, So all these things that I've had to do and attend, like my liver is not a happy camper, let me tell you. So yeah, so for the last couple of days, like in order to try and get myself back on an even keel and to try and get back into my zen zone and in an attempt to rid myself of my major, major anxiety about all of the fucking stupid things that I said on my date and the absolute liability that I was on my work event. I mean, hilarious as always, but an absolute liability nonetheless. Safe to say that Tom from the credit team will be giving me quite a wide berth for the foreseeable. Um, But yeah, moving on from that, the anxiety's coming back. So yeah, in order to try and get my life back in order, I kind of went back to basics the last couple of days and started making sure that my evening and morning routines are in order. <clears throat> Excuse me. So basically, basically just making sure that my life was as simple and stress-free as possible and making everything just as easy as possible to make sure that I'm making good decisions And I'm living my best superwoman, supermom, bad bitch life. Because let me tell you, earlier on this week, that was not the case. I think, I don't know how many times it's the record for someone to order Domino's over the space of three days. But I'm pretty sure I smashed it. So yeah, so I've just been going back to basics to try and get me back onto where I need to be. So I thought I would talk about that on today's pod. So this episode is kind of more like a mindset life hack type of episode than the more law of attraction based ones that we've had previously, but hopefully you guys will enjoy it and find it useful. So thinking about like, you know, getting our routines in order and how our routines can help us achieve things, like how do we really set ourselves up for success? I think this really comes down to decision making if you think everything that leads you towards a goal whether that goal is like work related or health related anything related really everything that leads you either towards that goal or away from it is simply a decision and there's lots of really interesting research and schools of thought about the human brain and the psyche and how we make decisions. So if we learn a little bit more about how our brains make decisions and what can influence this either positively or negatively, we can set ourselves up for success, set ourselves up to get closer to our goals and closer to living the type of life we want to live. Sorry, you can totally tell I just got distracted there because someone just messaged me. This is why I normally put my phone on flight mode. So let me just do that right now. 
because my concentrate I've literally got the concentration span of a flea at the moment so <laughs> okay phones away so according to research adults make around 35,000 decisions a day like how wild is that 35,000 individual decisions and as a solo mama I'm pretty sure that mine is double that because and any single parent will tell you this we obviously have to make all the decisions and very often we don't have anyone around like even physically around to act as a sounding board or to help take the mental load of decision making so really hats off to us but hats off to everyone because 35,000 decisions a day is wild whatever your circumstances and this is where the concept of decision fatigue comes into play so Oh God, I can't even speak again. Do you know what? Let me just have a little sip of my drink. Get back on it. Get back on board. Hold on. Okay. So decision fatigue is the idea that your brain gets exhausted from having to make too many decisions. And as that tiredness state increases, as your brain gets more tired and more fatigued, the brain's ability to make good decisions or decisions that align us with our goals that we want to achieve decreases. So a dead easy and real example is at the end of a busy day, you have loads of food in the fridge, loads of healthy food in the fridge that you could make, you know, maybe three or four different meals out of, um, but it needs cooking and you just can't be arsed and your brain is like, girl, just order a Domino's. Like, do you just order a Domino's. So you do. And even though you're on a diet for your holiday that you go on next week, or even if you're gluten-free like me and know that Domino's is going to make you ill tomorrow, you do it. Because in that moment, that is the easiest decision for your exhausted brain to make. Because it's literally, you know, order it on the app or phone up. It's not the constant decision making that you're going to have to make if you start cooking a meal. That's going to involve more decisions than just picking what meal. It's going to involve what pans to use, what pots to use, the timings of cooking, ingredients, everything like that. So because all of your optimal brain decision making power has been used up by the 32,000 decisions you've had to make before that, before tea time, your brain's just like, nah, it's not happening. So that's decision fatigue in action. So an easy way to think about your ability to make decisions is like a battery on your phone. So every morning you wake up with 100% battery. Every decision you make from the moment you wake up begins to deplete your battery and your willpower. So every decision from when you get out of bed, whether to make a cup of tea or brush your teeth first, what to have for breakfast, what to wear, all these decisions deplete your decision-making battery. So it's like, it's no wonder by the time you get to dinner time, it's like you, your brain's been scrolling Insta all day and the group chats have been popping off and your battery is way, way, way low, like 5%. So it's no wonder that you're ordering Domino's instead of cooking your chicken and broccoli. Like it's pretty much inevitable. And also, it's really interesting, decision fatigue can actually manifest as just avoiding making decisions completely. So for example, you might just end up not eating dinner because your fatigued brain can't decide what to eat. So it just goes, no, I'm not doing that. And I know that as a single parent, as the only adult in my house, if I don't eat with my child and then my child goes to sleep... Sometimes my brain is just like, now we ain't eating. We're not eating because it's too much of a 
it's too much of a complex thing to do to even order a takeaway. Like my brain just can't compute those decisions at a certain point in the day. So that is very real. So if you think about, um, you know, not eating your tea, for example, or not working out because you couldn't decide when in the day to do it, or even like not going somewhere because you couldn't face deciding what to wear. I'm sure one or a few of those examples resonate with most of us. And obviously that's not where we want to be in terms of our mindset for loads of different reasons. So I thought we could talk a little bit about how we can tackle decision fatigue. So the hack is really learning how to preserve your decision-making battery so that it remains fuller for longer, so that you can continue to make good decisions throughout the day, so that you can get yourself closer to and get in alignment with like achieving your goals and living your dream life, bitches. And how we do this is to get ourselves routines. So evening routines, morning routines or weekly routines that reduce the need to make so many decisions and basically set us up for success. And then we have more battery left to make decisions as they arise, more battery left to make important decisions um, on things that we want to do that are related to our goals, for example. So what type of things in our evening or morning routines can help us do this? So for me, my evening routine is the most important more important than the morning routine because as Mel Robbins says your morning routine starts the night before Mel Robbins has got an amazing podcast called the Mel Robbins podcast if you don't know her she's like a really inspirational speaker and expert on changing motivation so please go and check out her podcast or follow it on Instagram if you don't already like she's she's really cool and down to earth she's really nice so go follow her and but yeah my evening routine is kind of what sets me up um for my day the following day and kind of helps me reduce um all the decisions that I need to make in the following morning so my evening routine involves making sure that all my daughter's um, school stuff is ready, making sure my clothes are ready. So I will usually like hang on my wardrobe door what I'm going to wear, even if it's like gym leggings and a hoodie, which to be honest, it, invari- it really, really is anything different, especially when I'm working from home. But I'll still hang that up and I'll even hang up like my knickers and my socks. Um, I'll just put it all like or put it in a pile in my room all together. Um, I'll spend 10 minutes the night before checking what meetings I have in work so I know like where I am, what time I need to be online, things like that. I'll make a decision the night before about if I'm going to exercise and if I am, what time and what I'm going to do. I'll also spend some time before I go to bed trying to reset my environment by like tidying around um the living room and the kitchen and things like that. Like I'm not talking deep clean here because like that that ain't my style, okay? But I will like I will reset things just to make it a little bit calmer and more tidy when I come downstairs in the morning. So all of these activities that I do the night before reduce the number of decisions that I need to make when I wake up because I know what I'm wearing. I I don't need to look for things because I've tidied around. I know what what my daughter's wearing, like all of her knickers, vests, socks, everything is laid out as well. So it just means that I'm preserving that little bit of my decision-making battery because I don't have to do them. I've made all those decisions the night before. So 
my morning routine is usually I get up, get washed, do my skincare, get dressed, and then I'll sort my daughter out and get my cup of tea. And I do it in this order every day so I don't have to make decisions about what to do. Um, and this is just what works for me. Like previously, I've tried getting my daughter ready and then getting myself ready, but I found that that just doesn't work because if you've got kids, you know, it takes 10 hours to get them dressed. So this is the way that works for me. And I do it in that order every morning. And yeah, I, that means I don't have to make any decisions about what to do, what time I have. And to make this easier, I spend time like periodically as needed. Not every day, certainly not every week, probably maybe once a month if that. Um, just making sure that all of my like my skincare stuff in the bathroom is tidy and accessible. Um, making sure that my wardrobe's clear, like things like that will reduce decision making time in the long run because I know where everything is and what I'm doing. When I'm working from home, I will try to prep as much of our evening meal as possible in the morning when I have 10 minutes and when my brain is like happy to make a good decision early in the morning so that when it comes to tea time, most of the work is done and I'm happy to make the tea and it doesn't feel like climbing a mountain. So once weekly or twice weekly routines are really important as well. So this can include things like meal planning once a week. So say on a Sunday, you could plan out your meals for the week, go shopping and get all the stuff that you need. Um, making a little exercise schedule so you know what days that you're working out and where you're going to do it, whether that's going to be at the gym, at a class or at home. Even things like knowing on what days you're going to do laundry. So, you know, you might do laundry kind of as the basket fills up. Um, but you know, saying on, you know, on Mondays and Thursdays, I'm going to do laundry. Like that just reduces your decision making part needs because you don't need to think, when am I going to do this? Um, you know, when I'm going to do this laundry, have I got time? Because you know that you're going to do it on these set days and you just have to make time to do it. So yeah, all of these, um, kind of pre making decisions they reduce your decision fatigue and they help you stay on track with good decision making and that's I think it's it's important to say that's not to say you'll never miss a workout if you have a gym schedule or you'll never order a last minute takeaway if you if you meal plan like that's just not realistic and that's okay if you're smashing your routine and making good decisions 80% of the time then in my opinion you're living your best life but you know, making a commitment to invest in time into setting yourself a routine, whether that's a morning or evening routine or a weekly routine, it's really going to pay off in the long run. So I'm going to list off some ideas of things that you can do to simplify your routines and get a routine in place just to help you reduce the number of decisions that you need to make on a daily basis so that you can free up some of that decision making battery to focus on making decisions related to your goals or related to important things. So like I've said, weekly, you could invest some time into meal planning to do your food shopping for everything you need for these meals. Alternatively, you could subscribe to like a meal prep box like HelloFresh or Gusto as this would have the same result of cutting out the decision making on what to eat every day because oh my god like that's probably one of the worst parts of being an adult like what am I going to eat every day three times a day such a nightmare so so that's a really key one I think definitely try that if you don't do that already you can invest time into writing out an exercise plan for the week um, so like pick three days that you'll exercise based on your schedule and what you'll do and at what time 
or not just related to exercise. So if health and fitness isn't like your goal or you're not bothered about that, think about whatever your goal is and then write a little schedule for the week related to that. So for example, where I am trying to um, write a book at the moment, I could of a Sunday evening look at my week ahead, look at the days that I might be out for tea with mates or my daughter's got something going on, look where the gaps are and say, okay, on this day, I'm going to commit to writing for two hours or on this day, I'm going to commit to writing for an hour. And the same for whatever, you know, you're doing. If you've got a little side hustle or a little goal or something you're studying for, you know, you can you can plan that out um, as a weekly activity, as a weekly routine to get that kind of, you know, get you moving towards making decisions that will get you closer to those goals. Um, and the same, like I said before, launch your housework on specific days and setting the time aside to do that, which is what I really need to do because I subscribe to the housework process of doing a deep clean when it gets really, really bad and then just letting it go to shit the rest of the time. So shout out to my girlies who take that approach. I think that's most of us. Um, so yeah, things that you could do of an evening to help reduce the number of decisions that you make the following morning so get your clothes ready for the next day and get your kids clothes ready prepare breakfast or lunch for the next day ahead of time like get all of the things that you need out and ready in the kitchen so like your water bottles your vitamins put them in prominent place so that you can take them easily as part of your morning routine you don't have to think where they are or you know you just take them and you're good to go tidy up a bit so that you wake up in a more calm environment like I said, spend 10 minutes of an evening planning and thinking through the next day where you need to be, what your priorities are and scheduling in any important things that you need to do. And you could go to bed at the same time every night. And of a morning, you could wake up at the same time every day. So there's loads of research about that. Um, That's like really good for productivity. I mean, it's not something that I have tried because, yeah, I just haven't because I'm always doing different things and it will depend on what mood I'm in but yeah that apparently is a really good way to reduce decision fatigue and kind of set yourself up for you know great self-discipline by going to bed and waking up at the same time each day and each night if anybody tries that let me know how they get on with it and so yeah in the other morning you could like I said earlier have an order in which that you get sorry an order in which you get ready so you stick to that so it might be brush your teeth clothes cuppa whatever works for you but it just reduces the decisions you need to make about what to do next when you're waking up and you're rushing around you could always wear the same thing to work for example to reduce decision making I think Simon Cowell like famously does this with his black t-shirts and I think it's like a famous quote that he said it's literally to free up his brain power for other more important decisions so maybe think about that like getting a little capsule wardrobe or something for work or for whatever you do day to day that can reduce your decision making on what to wear you could eat the same thing for breakfast every day so you know that you're always going to have that in and you don't have to think about what you're going to have. Um, and, you know, you could also take the same route to school or work. So a bit of repetitiveness um, in that. But again, it just re- reduces those decision makings that you need to make every day. So there's lots of decisions there that you could invest some time into prior to the fact to reduce that reduce that decision fatigue. I think more general things as well that I did to help myself with this with 
like things like brutally clearing out my wardrobe. I think I reduced my clothes by like well over half. So now I have less choice. And honestly, this makes such a difference. Like I save so much time as I have left less clothes to look through. And the clothes that I kept are actually clothes that I love and like to wear. So I'd really recommend investing some time to do that at some point if you have the time, because I know it can end up taking bloody days to sort wardrobes out. But that was a really key one for me. Um, like I said before, I put all of my skincare stuff and makeup and that in the bathroom. So I know where it is. It's all nicely ordered. And it's all ready to go. Sorry about that. My bloody sound trap thing started making a funny noise. So I had to like pause recording. I was doing so well there. And I think I did 20 minutes in one take. But anyway, back to it. Um, so yeah, so putting all my skincare stuff in the bathroom and that saves loads of time because I know where it is and it's all tidy. I buy lazy foods as well. So stuff that's already like pre-chopped and pre-prepped, like frozen chopped onions and things like that, um, that are healthy, but I know that my daughter will eat. So like, you know, pre-chopped like fruit and stuff like that. Um, although it's like arguably more expensive than prepping everything yourself, it's a lot bloody cheaper and healthier than a takeaway. So yeah, there's some things um, that you can do to help re reduce decision fatigue. And you might be thinking, I'm sorry, Sarah, but how fucking boring does this sound? Like going to bed every night at the same time, eating the same thing every day, planning everything all the time, like get a life, will ya? But firstly, I would say stop your fucking whining. But no, seriously, like some of this is boring. Yes, absolutely. But doing these things... Obviously, you don't have to do it to the degree that I have laid out. I don't do it to that degree all the time. But if you can, you know, pick up one or two things and build them into a routine so that your decision making is more automated at key points of your day. Doing these things, it's what's going to separate you from 99% of people. What's going to elevate you to a position where you can reach your goals and have the type of life that you want to have. And honestly, any successful person will tell you this. Like, yeah, it's boring or it's not exciting, but like, what do you want more? Do you want to hit your goals and live your dream life? Or do you want to like have the option to stay up till 2am every day and have a KFC bucket for tea whenever you like? Like having routines like this in your life is you practicing self-discipline and self-discipline is what's going to make the difference between you achieving what you want and not achieving it. Um, so, you know, it's the difference between being successful and being average. So you decide. So think on that house. Um, but yeah, as with everything, I tend to, you know, think about adopting the 80-20 rule. So if you can stick to your routine initially 80% of the time and wing it 20% of the time, then that's a great place to start. So I think one final point um, I want to make in this episode obviously take away the stuff from the episode and see you know implement it and see what works for you but I think also now that you know about the concept of decision fatigue like learn to listen to your brain and recognize in yourself when you might be approaching or experiencing decision fatigue and now that you know about it and you know if you want to make a decision in a good way you can think Mm, am I struggling with this? If it feels difficult or your brain's like, nah, nah, I don't want to make that decision right now, Gail. No, 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 no. You can recognise that as decision fatigue. So you don't have to think, God, I'm just a total fuck up with no willpower at all. 
recognize it as like a, a recognized thing that your brain is tired and if you can avoid it yeah there will be some occasions where you can't but if you can avoid it just put that decision down and put that you know make that decision tomorrow just you know give yourself a break and don't be too hard on yourself and come back to that decision when your battery is more recharged so that's my take on decision fatigue and what you can do to begin to try and simplify your life to reduce the number of decisions you need to make every day so that you can move step by step, decision by decision towards achieving your goals and dreams. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. There is actually one final, final thing I wanted to say today, a little bit off the topic of what we've just discussed. So when I was researching and writing my notes for this episode, I was just sat in the Costa near my house in Liverpool. Um, so I'm just sitting doing what I'm doing on my laptop, I'm not really worried about what's going on around me. But for some reason, my ear tuned into a conversation two men were having on the table next to me. So there were two fellas, like an older one and a younger one. And I didn't really hear all the combo and I wasn't really trying to gag in either or anything because I was just trying to get, get this shit done, what I needed to do. But I did get the gist um, of what was going on. So basically the the younger lad was having a really tough time with something. And like I did glance at him and he did look like he was going through it, the poor sod. And the older fellow was giving him some advice about, you know, just focusing on, it, focusing on his mindset and on himself. And, you know, that you can't pour from an empty cup and, and things like that. Um, and it just really brought it home to me that everyone, like quite literally everyone is struggling with something, whether it's mental health, you know, addiction, finances, relationships, work, family, you know, it could be anything. So I just wanted to say to anyone who might be listening to this, who is struggling with something from big things to things that you might think are trivial or that other people wouldn't consider to be important. I just want to say that I see you and whatever you are feeling and going through, it is valid and it's important. And I want to say that you will get through it, whatever it is, and the power to do so lies wholly in your hands. And it starts and ends with you. Like absolutely reach out to someone to get advice or a listener near, but you can get through whatever is going on for you right now. Like I promise you that. And I also wanted to say, this is a reminder and a reminder to myself included, like be kind, be kind to everyone that you encounter because everybody is dealing with something. Everyone is fighting hidden battles and you could be the reason that that stranger was having one of the hardest time of their life that smile or that kind word or that joke or anything or that compliment that could be the reason that they go home and start to believe in the goodness of people and that's a really really powerful thing so yeah be kind to everyone and be kind to yourselves as well so on that very profound note that's it for this week my spiritual angels I hope you've enjoyed this episode and that you might try something that we've discussed. As always, please like, rate, subscribe, review the podcast as this will help it grow and give me a dopamine rush. So help your girl out and review me, bitches. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love, love, love.